What were they following? What had the people in this huge crowd witnessed that made them come running for another glimpse? As Jesus enters Jerusalem this final time, people are swarming all around. It's not just the disciples, though, that that trusty little band that had dropped everything to follow him. It feels like everyone has arrived to greet him. I imagine that here, lining the edge of the city, here are people who were among the thousands he fed when all thought that they would go hungry for yet another night. Here are the friends of people Jesus has healed, the ones he cured of illnesses that everyone presumed were life sentences. Here along the dusty road are people who have heard whispers of his teachings, teachings that even though they are last and least, even though they are poor and powerless, still they matter. Still there is abundant room for them, especially for them with God. They heard this rabbi say so. They've each gotten these brief tastes, these fleeting glimpses of divinity walking among them. And Now, even if they don't know him, even if they don't fully understand what he's about, they have come to celebrate him. Palms waving, shouts rising. They come hungering for more. These glimpses are worth paying attention to. The joyful ones, certainly those, those exuberant times that fill us with deep gladness. But also the, the more mysterious moments that leave us wondering, more intently curious than we were before. Over the last five weeks, folks from our congregation have been gathering, first over soup, and then more recently over Zoom. We've been talking and praying and reflecting on the work of a theologian named Frederick Beekner. He teaches that our vocation, or God's call to each of us, lies in that place where our deep hunger meets up with the hunger, where our deep gladness, excuse me, our deep gladness meets up with the hunger of the world. As we were talking about this, about the deep gladness and about this hunger, our attention moved towards these moments of such joy or fulfillment or connection, these experiences that maybe only lasted for a few seconds, but that stay with us. These brushes with the holy that can leave us hungering for that joy, following it, seeking it for years to come. I think 
This is what we are seeing in the disciples and in the crowds this morning. They have caught sight of something so good and so true that they long for more of it. They may not grasp the meaning of that glimpse yet or where Jesus will lead them, but they are compelled to celebrate him, to chase after this unexpected hope. And you? What was it for you? What pulled at you, grabbed hold of your attention, took your breath away? What led you to seek this God of ours, to celebrate, to follow? Maybe it was so long that it is difficult to name. Or maybe it is so fresh that you're still watching this longing unfold. Whenever that hunger comes, though, it is worth noticing, worth trusting, worth trying to follow all the way in. Perhaps it's because we'll be entering into the agape or the unconditional love of Maundy Thursday in a few days. But this week, the early joyful hunger that I am remembering is from my first real experience of the body of Christ. I was 12 years old and in the muggy backwoods of Indiana when I stumbled into it. I was attending Waycross, the Episcopal camp there, for the first time, and I had only just been introduced to the church earlier that year. The camp was built upon this idea of agape, of the unconditional love of Christ. This love, it pervaded everything, knitting the community together in a radical communion I had never seen before. I spent that week of summer camp on a canoe trip, a motley crew of us kids and young adult counselors camping out on the banks of this lazy river called Sugar Creek. You're paddling during the day and then frying food over campfires on the sandbars. It was more resonant of the resurrected life than I could have possibly imagined. Towards the end of the trip, we came to bigger rapids, big enough to be exciting. We were thrilled to have found this more substantial adventure, and so we, we tied our canoes together, and then we jumped into the river in our life jackets and floated down the rapids. It wasn't just the campers, though. Right in the middle of this pack was Bishop Ted Jones, whooping and hollering right along with us as we kicked ourselves off of boulders and and freed ourselves from the eddies that pulled us in. It was absolutely delightful. Bishop Ted was our chaplain for the week, and this being the first time I'd ever interacted with a bishop, I thought that this must be normal, 
And how wonderful that bishops just joined in the fun like that. It was well later, years and years later, as I came to know the complexities of the church more fully, that this memory, which couldn't have lasted more than a few minutes, took on more meaning. I recalled the joy of that agape viscerally in my body, and with it I encountered again the wonder of having that hierarchy of the world so thoroughly flattened that I believed its inversion to be the norm. A bishop flailing through rapids, gleefully adventuring with a wild bunch of kids. Again and again, through the years, I've returned to the wonder of that moment and to the hunger that accompanies its memory. It leads me to long for that kind of community in the fullness of the body of Christ, the kind of place where the greatest actively join the least, and we are enveloped by this shared love of God. The memory makes me want to follow. Where did you first taste this hunger? Where have you glimpsed the joy that beckons you closer? Recover this memory. Trust that it was with good reason that you were pulled to seek the holy. Reach to follow. This week, the holiest of weeks for us, is a time to let our joy and our hunger draw us in. As we join in the hosannas, we let our seeking pull us deeper. It's not that we won't mess up and fall short. Of course we will, no matter how hard we try. We, like those disciples, like that jubilant crowd, We are all just so very human. We get scared. We get tired. We get confused. We fall away. But we already know the fullness of this story. We know that we can keep coming back, keep turning back towards God. Now is the time to do that again. So reach, reach for the early memory of that hunger. Reclaim that glimpse of joy. Let it spark again, even now. Even this week as we are separated and so much is dark. Even as we step into this painful story again. Let that hunger pull you back into the story and help you to follow once again.